Hey, Meg. How do aliens keep their trousers up? <laughs> How? With an asteroid belt. <laughs> I told you it was stupid. I thought you were going to say something like an intergalactic band. Intergalactic? I don't know. You guys, I'm just going to start this episode off by saying... Truth. I might be drunk. <laughs> I'm not. No, I went out with one of my very dearest friends um, for a little brunchy brunch today. A lunch, a, a late lunch, if you will. And uh, we like champagne and we drank a copious amount of champagne. And then Meg's like, we're recording tonight, right? And I was like, yes, of course we are. So here we are. There- here we are. Her and uh, Mr. Boo Boo are feeding me pizza mm-hmm. to sober me up a tad bit. With ranch. With ranch. And stuffed crust. That's the only way is with ranch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, how are you, Meg? I'm good. Long day at work. How about you? Oh, wait. We already went over this. <laughs> I am drunk. No, I'm not drunk. I have a great, as my mother would call it, it's a glow. Oh, you're glowing. My mom always says, she goes, she goes I have a glow. So I think, I think I'm glowing. You're just glowing. Just like in pregnancy when you're glowing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Different same. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's just the alcohol going through my system. <laughs> Or copious amounts of champagne. Or that. Yeah. It's fine. Mm. Same thing. Keep it together, Raina. Keep it together. I am together. We're 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 doing a whole new subject today. I'm so excited about this and subject. We have a listener tale mm-hmm. at the end. Which, which I'm so better. excited about. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a real creepy story though that actually impacted this anonymous writer a lot. It's going to be great. I also, this subject terrifies me. and I This think, one does? Yeah. Well, it doesn't terrify me. It, I think this subject is so close to being the reality of everyone who lives on planet Earth. Oh, it's real. Well, it is real. It's whether people acknowledge it is real or not. Yes. And so it's the people who are still in denial about it. Um, yeah. So, what are we talking about, What Meg? are we talking about today? We are talking about aliens. Oh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. And I'm excited. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. We're your host, Meg. And I'm Raina. Ready to brew up some lunatic soup? Let's go. Target today. Target, if you will. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. They had two kinds of ciders. So they had the Cosmic Crisp. We had a Cosmic Crisp the last time we recorded. Yes, with passion fruit. It was good. It was delightful. And this was a different flavor, but I'm like, mm, let's try something no, different. No, yeah, because we like to do a different one every episode. Yes. So I have Seattle Cider. Mm-hmm. We have yet to have that. From Seattle, Washington. I've had Seattle cider before, but this one's dry. Okay. I've usually had like the semi sweet. Okay. This one, I think it will be good. 6.5% from Seattle, Washington. All right, here we go. Ready? Ready? One, two, ten. Oh, God, in my eye! <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> God. 
And last time you told me, you're like, every millennial says that. And I was like, because I told you I have inappropriate jokes. Yeah, it's true. Fine. Also, I'm going to call Meg out right now. Yeah. And then she's going to tell me to delete it later because Probably. anytime I, I call her out like this, she's Can we like. just taste it first? No. <laughs> she put a shot of fireball in hers. Okay. Listen. So. So she's drinking an angry horse slut. <laughs> You might want to explain yourself a little bit on this. Well, because when you put a shot of fireball in cider, it's an angry whore. When you drink lime in a cider, according to us, it's a sour slut. So she has lime and fireball in her cider. So what is it, Meg? An angry whore slut. Uh-huh, exactly. Okay. Anyways, continue. So it's you're cinnamon So to be clear, you do not have a full-on palate for what the cider is. Because you have a shot of fireball in there, I'm just saying. It's true, but I wanted some cinnamon tonight. I'm just saying. Okay. Oh. It's dry. Very dry. Whoa, I, I wasn't like expecting that. No. It's almost similar to a, um, a sour beer. If you ever yeah, drink like a, a sour hy- beer. Or like a uh, hyphen, 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 can I try to say it? Okay. Right. I don't have germs, I swear. At this point, you know, I'm with your kids all day at school. It's fine. I'm trying yours without. Ooh, yours is way better. I told you. Hang you on. Put that fireball. I put it somewhere. Hang on. Hold, everybody. So we are talking about aliens today. April 18th, 1961. Okay. I feel like the mid-century time in the United States, there was a lot of... UFO activity. Like the 60s? Is that what you were speaking like about? Like 40s, 50s, 60s. Yeah, yeah, Mid, okay. Mid-century. You got, yeah, yeah. you got Betty and Barney Hill. You got right. lots of stuff going on. Our um, listener tale takes place in the 1970s. I'm also so. still like struggling with the fact you've never watched American Horror Story because they do yeah. touch on this in one of their episodes, I feel like. My husband said it would scare me. He doesn't know me! I mean, he does. May! But... <laughs> Are you out of your... I am you know scared what? of everything, and you can't watch American Horror Story? Okay, let's watch American Horror Story. Are you kidding me? All right, back to aliens. All right, Where 1961. Okay. 60-year-old plumber named Joe Simonton mm-hmm. had a close encounter of the third kind. Okay. Also, excellent movie. Oh, excellent God, movie. such bad anxiety because of that name. <laughs> Is it third kind or fourth kind? It was the fourth kind. No, with... Close Encounter of the Third Kind with, uh, what's his fuzzy? Dreyfus? Mm, I don't know if I've seen okay. that one. I just know the one that Mila, um... Don't you dare! Don't you dare say anything about the fifth element. No, not that oh, movie. No, 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 the fourth way. kind, and it's a movie, she's in that one. I've never, oh, you've told me about this, I've never Whoa. seen that. And it, okay, so they, we're watching that. They present it like a documentary, and the first time I saw it, I thought it was real, and I literally couldn't sleep for like two weeks until I googled it and found out that it was not, it was a fake movie, but then when, now I know it's probably fucking real. Anyways, continue. Okay, so we're watching that. No, we're not. Okay, we are, I don't know, we'll find out. So, Joe lived on the outskirts of a town in, on his farm in Eagle River, Wisconsin. Okay. Okay? So, Eagle River, Wisconsin, there's not a lot of people. Back in 1960, there was like 1,360 people. Okay. okay. Now, there's about 40 more people than that. So, it's, <laughs> it's teeny tiny. There's about 1,400 people. Sounds like Chunga, Australia. <sighs> Is that where my daughter gets that? She's going around saying, Chunga, Chunga. 
It's something about your daughter saying it, and I'm like, yes, that ah, is, that makes more sense. Because my husband is from Echunga, Australia. Yeah, but then Google God, it. Then mates. my husband says Chunga mate. That's what they say, Chunga. Well, I asked my daughter, and I'm like, which do- wait, which one are you speaking of? Which like, give me, give me in the lineup. I know you don't want number to say their names. three. Yeah, who is no. the same person as your number two? They look alike, they talk alike, they act alike. People they get have, them mixed up, and they also, yeah, at school they get confused for sisters or the same person or the same person it's actually confused the same person they're, a lot they're at a birthday party a your one of your kids birthday parties and one of your friends came up and hugged my daughter thinking yes it was your daughter <laughs> and at school our neighbor went up to one of your daughters and was like said something or yeah. to, not one of the daughter and was like she's my neighbor and you're like that's not your neighbor and, she, and this kid goes yeah her mom is friends with my mom i'm like I don't know your mom. <laughs> and that's my kids. So, anyways, we accidentally birthed twins. Somehow. Yeah, and they're very cute together. And yeah, they love each cute. other. They're best friends. They, they love each other. But, but they anyway, gave themselves a joint nickname. Yes. Yes. But anyway, my daughter keeps saying Chunga. Yeah, that's... Because of your daughter. Because it's Cause called she's saying E-Chunga. But, but it's... As a nickname, if they say Chunga, mate. Yeah, and so here's the story. Doug, I go, Doug, what's a Chunga? And he goes, I know who Big Chunga is. No, it's us. It's a fat bug's bunny. You at school saying Chungamate? Chungus. Yeah, oh yeah, that's Big Chungus. Oh, that's what it is. It's Chungus. No, just still. Come here, come here. Chungus. 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 So, but I didn't know what that was. And so my husband says, you mean Big Chunga? Chungus? And I looked it up and it's a fat bug's bunny. (laughs) Is that what it is? No, it's just a name. Alright, Chungus, let's go. Alright, Chungus, get out of here. Bye. Bye. Okay, small town. Small town. We're going back. Joe Simonton lives in a Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. Alright, we're going back. Okay. So his rural farm was real rundown. Single story. Like it's kind of giving you a picture of his environment, all this stuff, right? Okay. His house was in a clearing of the woods. Okay. Okay. He did live with a wife, mm-hmm. but she was out of town during this this uh, event incident. Okay. Yes. So it was 11 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Joe was doing the dishes when he heard, quote, something like a squeak of automobile wheels as they go too fast around a corner. Okay. I'm sorry, the, the southern accent might come out. He's from Wisconsin. There should not be a southern accent. I was just about to say, the southern accent isn't Wisconsin. It's not Wisconsin. But don't most people get abducted from the south? I mean, sometimes. I have a theory on that. Well, we'll talk about it later. Marty Hill were in New Hampshire. This story that was written in was from New Hampshire. Okay. Okay. Joe looked up out the window as he's doing the dishes. Yes. And he saw a large, shiny, metallic object, quote, coming straight down like an elevator. Good Lord, Jandis. At first, he thought it was the, like, the roof fell off of his house. Yeah. I mean, he's standing there, but, you know, whatever. And then he's like. Well, but you're just trying. When, if right, 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 right. If a big proportion right. is coming, you're trying to, like, logically find what a reason. Could it be? Why there's, what like, a big, be? big metal thing coming at you. So, I feel yeah. like that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, he's like, But no. if you're in a panic mode, you're like, what I mean, the hell the is roof. that? But he's like, no, my roof is green. This well, is, shit. This is silver. Oh, no. So, he goes, what the heck is it? So he ran out to see what it was. And what was it? It was a spaceship. It was an alien? Oh, I said spaceship. Oh, that's what I meant. It was a UFO. An unidentified flying, flying object. object. 
the craft was said to be about four meters high, which is what, like 12 feet? Mm-hmm. Right? A meter's a little bit over. Yeah, that's like, I, I know in yards. A little bit more. So, a little yeah, bit yeah. more than that. We, I think we made it clear on the cryptids episode. We're I don't American. know a meter. No, that's a lot. Also, to be clear, I lived in Australia, so I had to learn that shit. But, you know, I have brain capacity of a donut, so who knows? So let's say let's say twelve to fifteen feet high and ten meters in diameter. So ten so let's say thirty, forty feet. Tis big. It was big. She a big bitch. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he said it looked like two plates or bowls on top of each other. So your typical So it looks like a spaceship. Yeah. 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 He said it didn't touch the ground, it just hovered above it. Okay. Okay. And there was a hatch that looked like the trunk of a car. Okay. Okay. At this point, it was closed. So, like, the hatch... Oh. Yeah. Okay. It was closed at this point. You okay. could just see the outline of it. Okay. And then as Joe came out, it started to open. Okay. Okay. And a humanoid creature came walking out. Okay. This creature was dark-skinned, hairless face. He didn't know if he had hair on his head because he had a tight cap on. Okay, real tight-fitting clothing, said to be around 120 pounds. I mean, that's pretty specific. That's very little. It's very little. But also, like, but he has a theory as to why it's very specific. Okay, okay. Joe was quoted as saying, (laughs) "This looked like a quote, swarthy Italian." A a swarthy (laughs) Italian. That is awfully specific. (sighs) Okay. So, the, the alien, we're just going to call him the alien from this point on, okay? The who being, was Italian? Who was apparently a swarthy Italian. A swarthy Italian alien. I, I think of, it. like, a mob boss when I hear swarthy Italian. Well, same. I don't like, think of... Marlon Brando. Yeah, I don't think of, like, a skinny little, like... 120-pound short thing? No, I think of, like, a mob boss. Yeah, that's yeah. what I hear when I, when I think of swarthy Italian. Yeah, anyway. What do I know? What do we know? So the, the alien comes walking out. He's carrying a metal container like a jug or a bowl, okay? And he motioned to Joe at this point. And how he motioned to him is he, he tipped his head back and he put his hand up like he needed a drink. He wanted a sub-lunatic soup? Apparently. <laughs> Well, shit. Should have landed in our backyard. There you go. We have Just kidding. Out. I don't want any aliens. Just kidding. I'm not asking for it. I don't want it. Take it back. So Joe's reaction to this was, well, he's thirsty. I mean. Clearly. He's probably been on a long journey. It's been a very long journey. And he just needs, he needs something to drink. He needed some booze. So, well, Joe didn't think like that. Oh. Maybe some Coca-Cola? Joe just went in and filled the bucket with water. So he took the container into the house, filled it with water, brought it back out. Okay. He brought back, he gave it to the alien. And as he did, he leaned against, making himself nice and cozy, like one arm up against the spacecraft. Okay? Which is hovering above the ground. That seems awfully comfortable for someone seeing an alien in a spacecraft. Right? He seems pretty calm here. He seems to lean against it. Yeah. Just like, hey. Okay. I'm listening. So he looks inside the spacecraft at this point, and he sees two other beings. Okay. One looks like he has a seatbelt on, and he's, you know, got a bunch of controllers. Yeah. Maybe navigating. Okay. Okay. The other one, he thought he, he's like, well, what are you doing? He was flipping something on a metal surface that looked very hot because smoke was coming off of it. Okay. So Joe goes, well, I think he's cooking. (laughs) What was he cooking? Some methamphetamines? (laughs) 
I don't know where that came from. <laughs> They're in Wisconsin. <laughs> There might be methamphetamines there. No, the, the accent. I'm, I'm, getting oh. at, I'm getting at the accent. Wisconsin. I mean, I can't do more like. Wait, wait, wait. What, isn't it more like, don't you know? Don't like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like from the movie, the, I, the movie with the girl that she, she was a, she was in the beauty pageant and then her, there was an explosion and she, she had her, oh my God, you don't know the movie. I don't know what you're talking Drop about. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Never with, seen it. Anyways, but they're from Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, Don't you know? I mean, Don't that's you know? nice to Wisconsin. It is. I feel like maybe There's lots of cheese in Wisconsin. <laughs> Anyways, there's an explosion at the trailer park, and her mom gets her hand melted into a beer can. Oh, God. This is a solid movie. 10 out of 10. Uh, I just remember, I have family in Michigan and I would go there in the summertime to visit, right? Well, I've never been, so well, I don't know. Well, I there was there was some kids there and I would go out and play and they said you have a funny accent I'm like me they're like yeah the way you say rocks they're like you say it like you're British rocks and I'm like okay and they say racks racks Rack. yeah. all right <clears throat> so Joe thought this this alien you know he must be cooking yeah right yep okay so this alien was flipping something on a metal surface this is how Joe described it it was a flat metal surface that looked very hot. I'm like, so you're, so you're talking about a griddle? He's he's making hamburgers. I don't think it was hamburgers. People burgers? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that episode of Twilight Zone? Like every New Year's, we watch the Twilight Zone. Mm-mm. That's that's just. I've never I watched Twilight Zone unless I'm on the Tower of Terror in Disneyland back in the day. <sighs> The yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I've never so, seen the show. So though. there's this one where these aliens come to Earth and they're like, they're great and they're feeding everyone and they're providing everyone and they're like, we're here to serve you, right? Mm-hmm. And this person finds a, a book that says How to Serve Man, right? Mm-hmm. And he starts reading it and it's a cookbook. Oh. <laughs> How to serve man? How to serve man. Me. Fatten them up and cook them right up. And send them out for the masses. Yep. Yep. So he's looking at this this, this alien cooking, and he, he looks back, because at this point he hasn't made eye contact, right? I don't know how you don't make eye contact when you're getting that someone That sounds a little suspicious, water. but that's fine. Okay. But this is what he said. So he made eye contact with the, the water alien, right? And Joe described the alien's stare as, his word, penetrating. Okay. Okay? And felt as though this alien could see right through him and read his mind which i have heard that from a number of like alien things that i've read your mind well okay. yeah they can they like will go into your brain and can but okay let's break that down let's break that down for a minute <clears throat> we're going more into the the witchy things the energy things. Oh. everything has energy right so albert einstein everything has energy that yes. was his his claim everything has energy well, no, okay? no, that, that, i mean it is it is just, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i was gonna yeah. say not that this is reality this right. is not like a Perception, so or if, it's everything has energy. If everything has energy, then thoughts have energy, correct? Yes, thousand percent. So if thoughts have energy, if you found a way to read that energy, couldn't you read thoughts? Oh, thousand percent. Boom. And some people can. Boom, I can't. Me either. Wish I could. Nope. All right, so Joe, after, you know, being like, oh, you can read my mind, Joe looked back inside, and this is what he said. He goes, I looked at the alien who was cooking up something, and I looked at him longingly. Okay. What does longingly I mean? Don't like, know. like that he wants to? No, he put his hand to his mouth in an eating motion. So he he wants a snack. Joe wants a snack. 
He told the alien he wants a snack? He put his... I mean, maybe he was trying to start a conversation. Like, what are you eating? The fact that this man from Wisconsin is so fearless is disturbing. Right? Like, there's no fear. This is so nonchalant. I think this is the only thing that makes this story, like, somewhat non-believable. Is that, like... He's just going... He's just going with it. He's leaning against the spaceship with one arm, like, right. hey, guys. Oh, you want some water? Doing? You want some water? You want some water? Okay. What are you cooking up over What's there? You? I'll do a snack. Yeah. Like, the fuck? A snack, a little snack. So without saying a word, the alien scooped up what he was cooking mm-hmm. and gave it to Joe. People brains. What did he give him? It was people brains. He gave him pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> was not expecting that. <laughs> Alien pancakes. Okay. Alien pancakes. Like straight up pancakes. Straight up pancakes. Okay. Joe described them as hot and greasy. And he took a bite out of politeness. Best, well, but he told him he wanted, he wanted them, it. So, so how if dare he not for eat it, it? Then. Also, if you are meeting aliens and you ask for a pancake and then you don't eat it, I think that would be considered rude. In most cultures. But also, like, why are you asking for food from aliens? Wouldn't you just be like, hi, what do you need? Okay, see you later. Like, you're not sitting there. Like, you're not having conversation, but a, He just, okay. everything seems real chill. You guys, I haven't met aliens, so I'm out, so. Yeah, real here chill is. here. Okay, continue. So, he described them as hot and greasy, took a bite. In a later interview, Joe was recorded stating, <clears throat> If this was their food... God help them because it tasted like a piece of cardboard. He further went on to say that if this is what they lived on, no wonder they're so small. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a guy from Wisconsin. Oh, man. This is so good. So after aliens gave Joe the pancakes, the one that was outside that he gave the water to saluted him. Like a... Like a... See you later, I'll get it. Saluted him. So Joe saluted back because he, quote, said, what else was I supposed to do? Right? Like, you salute, salute? Yeah. I guess. So he, I don't, I. He stopped leaning on the air, the spaceship, gave a salute. And went on his merry way. Uh, the aliens went back inside, the hatch closed, and he said that the spaceship went straight up and then poof, gone at a 45 degree angle. Okay. Like, zoomed away. Zoomed away. Joe was reported saying after this that, well, there I stood in the driveway with a handful of greasy pancakes and my mouth open, wondering what the heck I just saw. What had happened? I mean, you ate the pancakes. You literally Sir, ate the pancakes. Sir, you also asked aliens you for pancakes. You asked them for pancakes. Sir. Like, if I'm looking at you, if you're eating a, uh, if you're eating a plate of french fries and I'm looking over and just like, hmm? Hmm? He literally you're said. You're going to give me a french fry. He put hand to mouth and was like. Food. Eat. Like when my little ones did the sign language at first. Yes, yeah, yeah, we did that too. Eat. I used to be fluent in sign language. Me too. Are you serious? No, I went to, like, I did it in college. Yeah. All the way through. I I I didn't do it in college, but I took lessons. Oh, no, 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 no. I went all the way through college. My best friend growing up, his parents were deaf. And I actually used to have deaf friends we'd go out to the bar with. Which, let me tell you, doing sign language sober in class with your deaf friends versus... Drunk at a bar. Different? Slightly different. A little but bit. But it was a great time. I would, They would come out with me and my sorority sisters, and I'd be, like, sighing in a bar. And I love it. They'd meet up with us. Sign language slurs as much as voices 
do. There you go. <laughs> I loved it. I loved be, being able to just yeah. I, I can't do it anymore. Well, so I was literally fluent, like fluent, fluent. Like mm-hmm. I took it all the way, all the way yeah. through um, college. I mm-hmm. was, anyways, but it's gone now because I never. Isn't kept it weird how that one can just go away? It just went. It was like bye bye. I mean, obviously, I remember a lot of things, and if I, I just took family photos for my friend's family and his parents were deaf, and I was able to communicate with them, but. That's so, interesting. That's something I didn't know about you. I know. Yeah. Fucking bag of tricks over here. I got Mary Poppins bag behind my back. You never Do know you? what I'm going to pull out. Never know what you're going to get. Yeah. It's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. God, we're Name stupid. the movie. Hey, there's a kitty cat. What movie, oh, Meg? Oh, wait for my french fries. Uh, 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 Tom Hanks. That's not a movie. No, I know that's not a... Uh, Forrest Gump. I must have Ferris Bueller. That would have been wrong. Run, Forrest, Forrest run. run. Tittle, get outside. Tittles is her cat, by the way, who just tried to eat my French fries. She the best cat. My little sister gave her to me, and she's the best. Oh, meow, meow. <laughs> Back to it. Back to it. So neighbors reported seeing a flying saucer flying towards Joe's farm, and they immediately called the Air Force. Which, question. Towards his farm, or what? Towards his farm. Okay. Okay. How do I just call the Air Force? Oh, great question, because I... So this is pre-Google... Why right? does everyone just have the Air do you Force just, on, like... Do you have to look it up in, like, the phone book? Like, is it under A for Air Force? How do they... How would you just call how do you the just, Air Force? They called the Air Force. So, what, you just, like, ring the Pentagon and be like, boop, 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 boop. I saw an alien. Help us. I have family that works in the government. Not saying where, when, who, any of that. Mm-hmm. But I have asked numerous times, are aliens real? Blink twice. If aliens are real. They've already said UFOs no, are real. No, we're going to... Okay, that is different. Kay. UFOs are real. What is a UFO? Did you see me? Unidentified flying object. Those dang balloons that have been going around, those are unidentified flying The ding objects. dang balloons? The ding dang balloons? But anybody who's like paying attention, we realize there's something out there. Okay, so the neighbors reported a flying saucer heading towards Joe's farm and called the Air Force. Okay. No idea how. The Air Force sent out Project Blue Book. Do you know what Project Blue Book is? Uh, no. Great TV show. So Project Blue Book was the code name for a systematic study of unidentified flying objects, UFOs, right? Yep. By the United States Air Force. Okay. Um, oh, pause, Mr. Boo-Boo. Hi, Mr. Boo-Boo. It's a perfect time. You coming in? Ladies and gentlemen. We have Mr. Boo-Boo in the house. Mr. Boo-Boo. So Mr. let's Boo-Boo get a- has graced us with his presence. Let's give a slight synopsis. Joe. Oh, I thought we were doing applause. What's oh. a synopsis? Synopsis. It means a, I know a recap. It. I know what it means. Oh, oh okay. Trying to be smart. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Joe Mann, Wisconsin. Aliens came down. They asked for water. He filled up a bucket of water. He looked in. Well, wait, 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 wait. Filled a bucket of water while leaning against the spaceship, chilling. Hey, guys. Joe. Hi. Last name? My name was Joe. Uh, you summer. Joe Mann? No, no his name was uh, Simonton. Joe Mama. Joe Mama. Mm, I knew it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he oh, looked inside. He looked inside the spacecraft. There was someone cooking up some on a griddle. Spacecraft. Spacecraft. He just leans against it, looks inside. Someone's cooking something up. He he looks at him longingly and gestures. How is this? Eat, what kind of spacecraft eat. was it? Looked like two plates on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Like a so like a. So you'll meter. understand that you'll understand yeah. this. It was. Four meters high. Yeah. 
Whatever that, that means. means. Oh, yeah. He looked Jesus in Christ. longingly at the griddle and gestured griddle? meat. Apparently it was a griddle. There was inside an alien inside cooking on a griddle, apparently. A griddle. This is, yeah. what, this is what we're hearing. What's the difference between a griddle and a grill? A griddle is a flat surface. What's a a grill? grill has like... What's a griddle? Griddle's flat. Flat. It's a flat pipe. Like a flat cooktop. Yeah. Like in the hibachi. He wants to eat. Okay? Yeah. So the alien scoops up what he's cooking and gives it to him. Yeah. Did he what? put it on a bread? No. He just gives it to him. What do you think he gave him? What did he put it on? Nothing. He just gave it to him. In his hands. He put it in his hands? He put it in his hands. They were hot no, and greasy. No utensils? They were hot and greasy. No utensils? I guess aliens don't need utensils. It was fucking pancakes. It was pancakes. I'll just get, get to the point. Pancakes. Yeah. Took the pan- he took a bite and he said, he said if this was their food, God help them because it tasted like a piece of cardboard. So went away, they called the Air Force, which we're trying to figure out how do you just call the Air Force in 1961. Like back in the 60s, how do you, how do you think you, you call the Air Force? You just look it up in the phone book. 911. 911 didn't come about until the 90s. There's a switchboard probably. So you just call and you say, you call ring, switchboard and hello, say, hey, how may I, I direct your call? And they need to call the Pentagon. Why? That's the Air Force. No, it's not. Well, you go through the Pentagon to get to the Air Force. Do you? you don't have to. I you don't guys, know. There's someone on the base. Tex. <laughs> you guys, he was born in 1982. He's he is old. old. How, did he, how did the aliens land in the first place? Did he not hear him land? No, he was he doing did, the dishes. And he, went out and he met them. And he, he was doing against... the dishes, and he heard something that sounded like screeching wheels. Okay. And they came down. And he's yeah. like, "Oh, what's that? Is that the roof oh, so of my he house?" Oh, so went over and leaned in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very yes. nonchalant. And yes. then the air force rocked up. But you no, Project out. Blue Book came up. Do you know what Project Blue Book is? It's like Men in Black. It's a systemic study of unidentified flying objects. It's men in black. Sure. Oh, hi, kitty. Do they wear blue gloves? I don't know. Tids. So they started in 1952, and they were terminated in 1969. There's a great TV show about Project Blue Book. And basically, it's like the X-Files from the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Okay? Great, 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 great stuff. Coffee in it? Oh, I wish. So while the authorities believed that Joe was a credible witness, they said that they believed he had, quote, Gone stir crazy on the farm, made the whole story up. He was like was Edward. Any, but was there any Edward from um, Men in Black? Was there any evidence? Evidence? Yes, and I, I sent you the pictures. I sent you the pictures of Just Joe. Now? Just no, I sent them. I shared the document, but don't look them up yet. Don't look it up yet. Okay, I'm sorry. Over the coming weeks, Joe Joe's story spread. Like news crews came by. He had to tell it over and over again, but Joe kind of got made fun of. For this obviously right people thought he was cray cray so he was already kind of on the outskirts and now he kind of retreated even more right he said it ruined his life he couldn't get the plumbing jobs like he once did it kinda, was a plumber he was a plumber joe the plumber <laughs> the whole leaning against the side of a ufo just yeah how are you just, doing yeah just exactly out. exactly I don't know. that would be the part that might well, get me well what happened to you guys? What, right? what did you do today? I mean, it was just, he, you I got know. the UFO. I they just wanted to hang out. I want to get out of this rig, Pergo. Exactly. Mile. She looks like a real butte. <laughs> She's a butte, Clark. <laughs> Anywho. Go move on. Uh, Joe was having a conversation with someone from town named Judge Franklin Carter. Carter was a UFO enthusiast. Okay. He had had experiences in his was own life. Not at this point in time. Okay. Groups come later. So he just was. He just he just he had experiences of his own, and he wanted to talk to Joe about the experience. Okay. Judge Ken. Sure. Joe still had the pancakes at this point. 
Okay. He hadn't okay. eaten them? He, well, he took a bite. He said it tasted like cardboard. Yeah. So but he saved them because they were alien pancakes. He saved them. They were alien pancakes. You're not going to throw them away. Right? So he handed Judge Carter the pancakes. Carter was quoted saying, <clears throat> The greasiness and smell reminded him of the goose grease his mother used to rub on his chest when he was a child. <laughs> What? Meg, you're not really selling this. Did she? Did she cook him up? I don't What's know. All I could think of, like you know, when your kids why, have a why, cold. Why did he? Why did he? When your kids have a cold, you put the the mentally stuff. I just want to be on clear. Their chest. I believe in right? aliens. I don't know who this story is selling me right now. <laughs> Tana is not selling me. We're we we, we still going. Gotta finish the story. So, so I don't know what that could be. Like, why would you put goose grease on your chest? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it helped him with the sniffles. I don't know if you're if you're an old bat, just let us know. Let us know. Maybe that was a thing. An old bitty, like the last episode. Like Hannah Crana. Hannah Crana. That old bitty probably. Oh, the old Handy from Crana. I remember that. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 listener, you may not have heard me because they blocked everything I said. Do we? You will. Okay. Because I said the word. What? Bum, bum, bum. <clears throat> the pancakes themselves were said to be about three inches around and covered in holes. So that's great. Like Swiss that that's great for my tryptophobia. Do you have tryptophobia? Jesus. I have tryptophobia. What we, is that? Holes. You can't handle them. Like re- repeated patterns of holes. Okay. Google tryptophobia. Okay. A lot of people have tryptophobia. T R Y P. T O P H. Phobia. <laughs> I got phobia from spelling it. T R Y P. Tryptophobia. Okay. The extreme version. Oh god! What? It just showed the pictures. What pictures? Of small holes or bumps. Show me pictures. So look at the look at the pictures that come come with it. Well, oh my when god. they're on hands, oh that my fucks god, me up too. I can't. Oh. That fucks me up too for that. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Okay, that is not. That's not real. Because no. Okay, story time. That one. No, yes. that fucks it, me it up like too because it's not. Okay, no, I will like tell you. I will tell it's you a like story. A crumpet. It's, it's like a crumpet. crumpet. Do you know what a crumpet is? When that's I was like, little, crumpet. I know what a crumpet is. Okay. Do you? Yes. No, do you actually? Yeah, it's it's like a British like it's like a English muffin, but not. It's not cut in half. It's like a. Carter, Judge Carter gave the pancakes to the Air Force oh, and Major back. Donald Keyhole of the Shit. National Investigation Committee on Aerial Phenomenon sent it to the Food and Drug Administration. Okay. Okay. They came back saying that the pancakes were pure buckwheat. It's buckwheat. Buckwheat's like a, a wheat that's like a, Midwest, Wisconsin. Yeah. Like that's where they're from. It's like pure? a pure. I, we we so did the no, no liquid in it. Babe, we were doing the no milk. The drop dead gorgeous, like don't you know? Don't you, don't know. you know? Yeah, it's good. Don't Wisconsin. you know? Wisconsin, Wisconsin. And I told her about cheese. the lady who got the beer beer can yeah. stuck in her hand. Yeah, she, she didn't know. Blew up in the fire. And then the guy and he got and a she sus- ended up with hooks in the suspendies. The suspendies stuck in the car. Dad, help! Help! Dad, help. no idea what's happening. Right. I am. It's inappropriate. I'm sorry, I have to. I'm gonna. He wants a beer. He's got to get a boo-boo. Yeah. 
So Keyhole went on to write a number of books. This is this is the major that we talked about, Major Donald Keyhole. He went on to write a number of books about UFO sightings, and he stated many times that he believes the government should release the UFO reports, which they have. They have, but this is where this is where we disagree. Okay. This is where we disagree. So in 2022, the Pentagon released. A, a study about and, the proof of USOs, right? Yeah. Like, that. yes, they are there, correct? Correct. So the National Investigation Committee on Aerial Phenomenon released the report on UFOs. There was 510 total unidentified objects in this report. Okay. Okay. Um, 366 had been newly identified as, you know, creations, like they knew what they were, right? Right. 26 were characterized as aircraft systems uh-huh. or drones. Mm-hmm. 163 were attributed to balloons or balloon-like entities, which we've had a lot of balloon stuff this year, right? Okay. Yeah. Six were found to be clutter, whatever that means, such as, you know, oh, it says it right there. Ha <laughs> ha. Birds or plastic shopping bags. So there were 171 reports of unidentified flying objects, sightings that remain, quote, uncharacterized and unattributed. Meaning some of these uncharacterized UFOs appear to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performances that require further analysis. This is from the Pentagon. This is from the Pentagon, meaning they have no freaking idea what they are. Okay? Which is, in my opinion, bullshit. They know what aliens are and they know they're real. We're not saying this is aliens, but... Okay. This is aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're basically saying that UFOs... So yes, there is the proof of UFOs. They're not Correct. saying that there is a proof of aliens. Right. There is a proof of unidentified flying, flying objects. objects. Take that as you will. After Joe's encounter with the so-called aliens... All 23 of his chickens died. <gasps> they did. They did. R.I.P. So he's saying that maybe this was related, but there's obviously... I had a story from the last episode that I wanted to share, and I feel like this is the episode I'm going to What? Share. One time, I hit a chicken. Oh, God. That's terrible. You guys, I was in Australia. You didn't hit a kangaroo? And I was driving to a photo shoot, and I was on a backcountry road, and it was very windy, And there was a chicken. I went around the corner and the chicken was there. And I hit it and it went up in a ball of poof. Literal feathers everywhere. But it killed me because I knew it was probably someone's chicken. But I also didn't stop because of a chicken. So I didn't know. You know, it was a chicken. It was a chicken. I hit a chipmunk once and I cried the rest of the day. Oh, the chicken's probably one of the only things. No, I hit a deer one time. Weren't koalas? And I actually hit kangaroos. No koalas. But weren't koalas on the side of the road like roadkill? Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. I hate it. It's life. I hate it. In Australia. Anyways, continue. Anywho, so Joe went on to live his life. He was kind of ostracized from society at Mm -hmm. that point because people just didn't believe him. He kind of lost his work. And he just lived out the rest of his days. But he always had the story... Of his encounter with aliens. And they just had a little pancake breakfast. When am I allowed to look at the things you Look them up me? now. No, I saw it. Ish. So in these photos that I sent, this is Joe, actual Joe, with the pancakes. 
And then what there's a, like a dis, like there's a. Okay, to be clear, you made me Google that word, and that was uh-huh. fucked up. Tryptophobia. It looks like a honeycomb from a bee. Is essentially what the but it's it's like. like the repeated pattern of holes is creepy and it makes me have the shivers. I mean, yeah, they don't. It's not they don't look. So they look like pancakes when they do get the holes in the bottom, but they're not like. We'll post these on the interwebs. Yeah, we'll put them in the um, when we post things on for this episode Instagram and we'll whatever. We'll post you. And then there's kind of like an artistic depiction of the alien coming out of the spacecraft with his jug. He looks like a Teletubby. Oh, he does. He's in like a tight no, suit. He looks like a man in a tight suit, but also Like maybe he's about to go for a swim in really cold of, water. No, yeah, that's what he looks like. He's a, he's in a scuba suit. Mhm. Or a Teletubby. I'm going to go with Teletubby. That. I also, this is where I struggle with this. Like, I don't know anybody who's going to lean against a spaceship and just, like... Right? Like, I feel like, like, like I'm pretty into this stuff, but if I saw a spaceship, I'd be flipping shit. I'm not saying that he's lying. I'm just saying that... Maybe his perception... A little Mm cray-cray. But that's a personal But other people saw... A reported seeing a spacecraft heading towards his farm and alerted the authorities. Right, which is why I'm saying I'm not saying he's lying because I actually believe in aliens. I believe in all of that. But, like, the whole leaning against the side of it being like, sup? Oh, you're cooking a pancake? Uh-huh. Let me have some. And maybe that was him just trying to cover up his... But that you're that cool, calm, and collected? Not me. Not me. I don't know that anybody would be. That's wild. Yeah. Do we want to go into our listener tale about aliens at this point? I mean, we're kind of running a little long, but let's... No, I think we do. This one's pretty good. Okay. This is a listener tale, guys. We got one sent in about aliens, which is why we decided to do this episode. So this was an anonymous write-in, okay? Thank you, anonymous. (laughs) Okay, here we go. I'm going to do my best reading this. It was nothing that I asked for or anything I wish would wish upon anyone. It was the night that stole my 18-year-old youthful innocence, and we, citizens of Earth, were in control of our world. I can tell you now, we are not. And the fact and the fact, no one was even paying attention to the matter disturbed me the most. Newport, New Hampshire, fall 1974. Or, if you will, Newport, New Hampshire. This is back in the Let's day. Let's just go to New Hampshire. It's not current time, Right y'all. here. 1974. My 22-year-old boyfriend and myself were bored but in good spirits at my parents' house, sitting on the couch. My father, who was an avid citizen band radio user, came crashing through the front door so hard his keys were clanging noisily on his belt. And he had a surprised look of astonishment on his face. He said the news on the CB radio was that people were calling in UFO sightings report all around Newport. And you can Google this. This is like, this happened at this time... In so Newport, Newport, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. At the time, my boyfriend and myself, we saw UFOs as being a source of entertainment and nothing more serious than that. So we went bumbling out the door, laughing and on a mission to spot a UFO. We found ourselves in South Newport at the far end of town, sitting in an apple orchard in hopes to watch the skies without notice by anyone. Sitting on the ground for mere seconds, we heard some nearby dogs starting to bark for what seemed endless, for what seemed endlessly from every direction. So dogs started barking, animals yeah. started making noise. It sounds like freaking out. Yeah, we departed and searched for a new location. 
I want to know at the time while looking for a new location, it was at this time and only in my life that I heard a female voice whisper clearly in my head, quote, if he asks you to go to the lodge, don't go. That's what I was saying earlier. Is that they communicate with you telepathically? Or was it, is she saying that a spirit or something was warning well, but her? Also, something. Oh, yeah, something, something was warning her. Okay. I have no idea why I acknowledged this voice without question and non-verbally asked back, what lodge? The voice replied, in North Newport. I knew then exactly where I was. He was caretaker at a remote lodge. I'm assuming she means the boyfriend at this point. Yeah. Was a caretaker at a remote lodge. And I was just instructed by, quote, somebody not to go there. This was the beginning of where things began to go wrong. I responded to the voice, okay. Within 20 seconds of that voice, my boyfriend asked me if I wanted to go to the lodge. Oof. I quickly dismissed the voice I heard in my head, thinking that it was silly. What's with that voice anyway? I want to go have fun. Okay. I mean, you're 18. I get that. I get that. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. To this day, I don't know why I didn't find it more remarkable remarkable that I heard a voice and why I so quickly dismissed the warning that now I see as a gift and how I ease, I, how I so easily brushed it away. I have never heard the voice again and believe because I rudely promised it one thing and did another within mere seconds is the reason why. Ooh. She went to the lodge. Oof. Oh, no. Ooh. We drove to the opposite end of town to a remote back road in North Newport. When we got to the entrance to an offshoot road, there was a metal gate to unlock and another one after that. Nobody else was able to get in or out of this without a special key. At the lodge, so this guy must have had the special key because he worked at the lodge. Her boyfriend? Yeah, that's what, okay. it, that's what I'm getting from this. Yeah. At the lodge, there was a picnic table and fields all around and woods in the back. Okay. We sat at the end of the picnic table and looked out over the horizon in which, in the far-off distance, you could just barely see Newport, the Newport town lights. I've been to Newport, New Hampshire, actually. It's lovely. As I sat perched on the edge, something quickly caught my eye as I watched a glow from afar rise and lower. He saw my expression. My, I'm assuming his boyfriend saw my expression mm-hmm. and asked why I looked so weird. I said nothing. Instead, he looked in the same direction, and once again, the lights rose and lowered but even greater, but even greater this time. I'm assuming it was like brighter this time. Yeah. <clears throat> he became mesmerized as well. We wondered if the town lights could somehow do this, but within seconds, it did it a third time and came up over through the field straight at us and landed about 200 feet in front of us. Dang. 200 feet is not, not far. far at all. Yeah. We were paralyzed with fear and couldn't move due to disbelief, disbelief of what was happening. It was approximately 35 feet wide oval and made no sound whatsoever and white light was so bright clear and crisp and self-contained not like a flashlight where light would spread out okay wow Interesting. so it's like a big orb essentially yeah that's what it sounds like because yeah. light light usually disperses no yeah but if it's an if it doesn't disperse it's an, like an orb yeah interesting Mm. animal sounds were coming from nearby woods and i don't know what that was about but they were loud and highly odd and disturbing well because i feel like animals detect they know everything they know everything yeah my boyfriend asked if i wanted to go inside the lodge and all i could think of was getting trapped in a box so i declined and we ran to the car in the car i saw his knees knocking together like something out of a cartoon you would see he started the car and the headlights came on. I cried, what are you doing? He said he wanted to see if the car would start, just as in the movies where you would see the car won't start. 
Yeah. And God knows this felt like one of those movies. Yeah, like, Ooh. you're, like, getting the hell out of there, and then the car won't start, and you're like, this no. Is, this yep. is quite the story. Uh, tears were now running down our faces and shaking from fear as the craft, craft rose up slightly and down twice more without moving forward. I was sobbing to myself, and thoughts were that of my parents would not know where to find my dead body, much oh less the car. Oh, my God. Nobody would be here until hunting season had started. I guess they were that remote. I wondered how we went from being two bumbling kids laughing and joking just an hour ago to being worried about my family as I was sure we were about to be abducted or killed in some way. The craft lit up again and moved forward to a field beyond the house and finally crossed over to one road to the one road we needed to get out. We watched it intently as we moved slowly across the field and in the blink of an eye, similar to that of a road runner in Wiley Coyote cartoons, took off at an unimaginable speed to the hills beyond, and I could not fathom how it could hug the hills so closely and go so fast without crashing into something. So it followed them. Apparently, that's what it sounds like. This is terrifying. We began to drive out of the, bo- the driveway and make, make it to the gates. At this point, my boyfriend stated he wasn't going to get out and unlock the gates. I briefly found this funny, even in my traumatized state, as I thought, so you're going to leave me to do it? <laughs> no, like you got out of the car, open the gate. You do it! You do it! Sounds about damn right. Right? We eventually decided I would slide over and drive the car as he got out and unlocked the gate, and he wasn't going to take the time to lock them back. This is how much it affected us. That even after we watched the craft leave, we were still so affected. Okay, so the craft left at this point. We were still so affected that we have a difficult we had a difficult time believing we were safe anymore. This is terrifying. Yeah. We drove away and ended up <clears throat> on a Newport Road, a little different route than we took to get there. It's now late and noticed several cards oddly pulled over on the side of the road, which was strange, and then realized the craft must have flown over this road, and it now made sense in the direction that we went that it had flown that way. So cars were pulled over on the side of the road because like of this thing. Yeah. yeah. They were like freaking out. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I wanted to go to the police station to report what happened, but my boyfriend refused because his brother worked with the squad and he didn't want the stigma of being the gossip as the two weirdos yeah, in Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. Yeah. I mean, that's like Joe. He kind of, you know, lost yeah. all reputation. Yep. We arrived at my parents' house, returned to the couch, and began crying. This woke my parents up and it took us a bit to get our story out. As usual, my mother tried to calm us down and my father wanted to go where it happened. There was no going back for either of us. For me, it would ne- I would never go back. Looking back, I now recognize the PTSD it caused as when any white lights would flash, especially out the side of my eyes, I would have a rush of fear run through my body and freeze. To this day, it still does. We aren't alone, and from what I feel, maybe never were. This was not man-made, and it was not a swamp gas, as some people said it was. was. It was a real. It was as real as you and I, and it knew we were there. Oof! Damn. I am surprised to this day I, I was not abducted. Still, it forever changed my life. I felt deeply saddened for years, concerned for our world and how vulnerable we are. I no longer felt safe. I felt we were screwed. <laughs> I mean, that's understandable. Yeah. When I turn on the TV and listen to politicians squabble over what now seemed ridiculous stuff that was so insignificant. Right. They must be missing what was happening on the largest scale possible. And I wondered if when the crap hits the fan, if our world leaders slash countries would ever unite 
or if it was even possible to save the human race. Oof. This event stole my youthful bright-eyed oh innocence. This is terrifying. Right? This event stole my youthful bright-eyed innocence. I wished it never had happened. That is a story. Good God. Y'all. So when I hear about alien abductions, I never get that fear associated okay, with so it. So also, let me just be clear. When we were talking about, like, tell us your stories, I don't think I was ready. I don't think that's ready No, but this. this is what I want to hear. I want to hear this, but that was that was. Quite Damn. the story. So you and I talk about, yeah, we want to see an alien. We want to see a spaceship. No, 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 but- <laughs> no, 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 no. You got a mouse in your pocket. I never say we. I want to do that. No, I do not want that. Sounds terrifying. Yeah. This experience, this personal experience, sounds terrifying. Now, I know what also I... Also, the fact that this person, obviously, is older than us. Yes. They were 18 years old in the early 70s. So... I feel like that's even And it, it more seems like terrifying. it still stays with them to this day. Well, clearly, because clearly. they felt the need, not the need, but they, they gave us their story. They, which, thank you so much for giving us your story. And Holy crap, that's also, a story. obviously, your identity is hidden. Well, it, we got an email with unknown, so. Yeah, anonymous, anonymous story. But I'm, Interesting. that messed me up. That's quite the story. You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? No. That was a big story. That was a big story. You're like, that should have been the story we told on the podcast. Seriously. Like, like, screw the pancakes. We need that. This man eating goddamn alien pancakes is nothing. That was a real story to me. It's just interesting because the spacecraft didn't actually do anything, but the fear that it instilled in this writer... Obviously did. Jeez. But... No... That's a lot. I have so many thoughts on it. So many thoughts. That's why I feel like that should have been like half the podcast. It probably will be once you edit this. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> but it's like them seeing it and then it following yeah. them. Yeah. That's terrifying. So it was Beyond. aware. It was aware that they were there. Yeah. It was aware that they were watching. And it made their presence very known. I have anxiety thinking about it. That's scary. I think that's one of those things that doing this podcast all the anxiety involved bothered me. Yeah. Is that the reality of all these unknown things mm-hmm. kind of becomes more reality. Yeah. Yeah. Be- but that's what we wanted. Is it? <laughs> I mean, it is, but holy uh, shit, it's uh, like all those really scary things that you try and be like, that's not real, and then you're like... Right, or you you somehow, like, justify or, you know, reason away. When I was a kid, I lived in the middle of the woods in Vermont. There were no, you know, transform like, like power transformers or anything like that, and I remember one night, I was we had these big bay windows, and it overlooked the mountain. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. I lived on 40 acres, right? There Amazing. were no neighbors, nothing yeah. like that. And one night it was, it was dark and I was walking down the hall and the power went out and everything flashed green. Like, like light up the room green. Aliens. I, I looked out onto our view of the mountain and there were these three giant balls above the mountain, just circular spinning, balls of light. They were too big to be flares. Right. 
Because flares, like, yeah, flares will do that, no, but they'd yeah, be but they're, small. They're small. These they're not were big. huge yeah. in comparison to the mountain itself. Right. They Which were there's huge. perspective, but also, like, right. they, the, the perspective would have to be... It doesn't, that doesn't add up. Right. No, it doesn't add up. And to this day, I have no idea what it was, but it stuck with me all these years. I was probably 10 years old when it happened. Well, I guess that's it. That's our show on... I don't know that that's it, but that is No, it I mean, we'll now. do more. We'll do more oh, on Oh my aliens. God, you guys, aliens. So... Please write in. Do you tell have an alien story. story? Because, damn, you have to outdo that alien story, but also, like, don't outdo it, please, dear God. Yeah, that was I'm going to sleep tonight. That was that a one. big alien story. Oof. Um, But let us know. Do you have an alien story? Do you yeah. have a Bigfoot story? Do you have a sleep paralysis story? Do you have a haunting story? story? Any of the things we will take. Do you have a cider? We'll take cider recommendations. We'll take cider. You can send us a cider. Send us a cider. We'll feature it. I actually think we're going to get sponsored soon by a cider company that I cannot I say, but we're in the process. Yes. Very um, exciting. Very exciting. We have a few uh, upcoming stories from listeners which is also exciting which yeah. means that people think we're fun apparently oh, for, for, not, somebody out there well i think we're fun so it's fine yeah yeah a little um anyways but thank you guys for listening yeah. and uh participating and i think that uh it's about time for you to go get some lunatic soup probably write us in at uh lunatic soup podcast at gmail.com follow us on uh instagram or tiktok, TikTok youtube lunatic podcast lunatic soup podcast lunatic soup podcast the soup the soup part it makes so lunatic soup podcast at gmail.com can't forget the soup the soup the soup anyways all right thanks for participating we'll see you next week i'm not gonna say what we've done these so out of order i'm not even gonna say what we're gonna talk about next week because i don't know where we are in the process dear god oh lord i'm slurring my words at this point good night good night bye bye